Welcome to Moving On. Here you will get expert information, tips, and most importantly, the tools to moving on to a healthy, happy, and thriving life that you want to be living. Letting go of whatever is holding you back, whether you are in an unhealthy relationship or learning how to be in a healthy one, or maybe you are in a job that you've been dying to move on from, Learn to let go of what's holding you back and become the thriving, healthy, and happy person that is inside you. Welcome to Moving On. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Moving On. And today I have a wonderful guest with me, as I always do. I have Karen Fagan, who has joined me. Hey, Karen. Hi, Tracy. I'm so happy to have her here. And let me share a little bit about her so you can get to know her as well. So... Karen is an author, international master life coach, and an empowerment expert. She is passionate about helping women reclaim their power and get exactly what they want in life by teaching women how to uncover who they truly are so they generate and experience extraordinary passion, pleasure, and purpose in their lives. Karen believes when a woman is connected to herself and understands how to reclaim her power, she can create, go for, and get anything she wants. I love that. That is wonderful. Um, and I think everybody listening probably would agree. Yes, exactly. Thank you, Tracy. <laughs> you are totally welcome. So Karen, we would love to find out, you know, what your journey has been as far as going back in time and, you know, when you were, let's say a teenager, young adult, you know, what were some monumental moments in your life that you feel shaped you? Well, I will tell you, and this leads to my purpose and what I help women with is that I remember being 13 years old and I was in a bookstore. And I remember at that time, I felt like everybody in the bookstore was so old, but the book that I was looking for was a book on how to increase my self-confidence. I knew at that age, I felt awkward. I felt like I didn't fit in. And someone said to me, oh, it's your self-confidence. So I was led to the bookstore to buy this book. And then for about, I was 13, 10 years, I read books on how to increase your self-confidence and it wasn't really working. And then what happened is I got pregnant. Ah. And in that moment, because of the circumstances around my pregnancy, I decided that I was going to be an empowered woman. And this is how I was going to be a mom. And so my point in sharing this is, is I read so much and I don't ever think my self-confidence got any better. It was when I was put into a position to decide who I wanted to be, then my self-confidence grew. That's amazing because I think most people can relate to what you're saying, like reading all the books and, you know, studying stuff. I know I did that for years and I kept going, why is it I don't feel any better? Or why is it that nothing's really changing? Where, you know, where's that confidence, that empowerment? But I think it takes life and experience to make it happen. Yes. And then in that moment, really deciding. So for me, I, you know, I do believe this. I didn't know it back then when I found out I was pregnant, but, you know, obstacles really are an opportunity to an invitation about who do we want to become? Who do we want to be in this moment? And that's really how I began to develop my self-confidence. That's awesome. And did you have any support systems around you that were helping to feed the confidence or did you have the opposite in your life? 
Well, at that time, you know, I mean, I was young. And so everyone around me who loved me, of course, you know, they wanted to keep me safe and question, well, should I do this? Um, and so in that moment, I didn't, right? In that moment, I was scared, but I knew who I wanted to be. Like, I just made that. And I had no idea that it was going to lead me to where I am today. I just, I knew it, I felt it, and I decided to trust that. And then after I made the decision, after time went around, yes, I did have people who, you know, supported me in that journey. That's great, because I think sometimes, you know, for some of us, we don't have that around us. And so we're always, you know, going, okay, where do I look until you get that you have to look inside and you have to really, as you said, make that commitment, that decision is a commitment. Um, I think some people make decisions, but they don't commit to them, but it sounds like you were really committed to it. Yeah, because, you know, I was really scared. <laughs> it was like a big life, you know, and, yeah. and that's what I want to share about being afraid. You know, sometimes when we're afraid, we think like, let's opt out. And what I want to encourage everyone, when you feel afraid, use that to really decide, right? And hold on to that commitment and let that pull you forward because it's a, I had no idea how my life was going to, like, if I didn't make that decision, when I look back, I don't know where I'd be, you know? Right. right. So were you married at the time or were you single when you were pregnant? I was single. Mm -hmm. Okay. And yeah. did you stay with the father or no? No, uh -uh. He, he actually never took part in my daughter's life. And to this day, she doesn't know him. So it was always just her and I. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. And so then fast forward to what you know really i think you were what in your 20s or were you in your 30s when yeah. you're with somebody you got married right yeah so i was about 35 mm -hmm. and um i got married and you know i i was at, faced with another crossroads so one day i came home with my daughter and i opened up the door to my house and I instantly knew something was completely wrong. And I walked in to find everything had been packed up and taken away. And in fact, my husband at the time left without telling me. He like completely abandoned me and my daughter. And I'll never forget, I walked into the house and I was going into like real shock. I couldn't hear anything. Mm -hmm. And so I remember walking, we had this big hallway down to the bedroom and I was like, well, there's got to be something in the bedroom, right? There was like no note. And I remember I started clapping my hands because I could feel like I was going into shock. Right. And I walked into the bedroom and it was another moment in my life where I decided who am I going to be? who am I going to be right now in this moment of devastation? And it was like, I'm going to be empowered. No matter what, I'm mm -hmm. going to be empowered. And so I turned to the right and on the bed, there was a note. And it was a note from my ex-husband about how um, he didn't like that I was chasing my dreams and building what I really wanted. And um, he always felt like I would leave him for someone else. So, you know, his safety was to leave before that happened. And in that moment, as devastated as I was, okay, this was September 4th. Mm -hmm. I had, I was in struggle too in, in my business because um, I'm sure people who are listening, I'm sure you can, when you don't have the right people in your environment, nothing in your life works easy. Right. 
Yeah. Right? And my business, it was just like, I always felt challenged. And so it was September 4th, he left. I was in devastation, but I knew who I was going to be about it. Mm -hmm. And that I would never let someone leave me and abandon me in front of my daughter be, be my downfall. Mm -hmm. Fast forward September 28th, that month, I closed a hundred thousand dollars in business and I had never done that before wow wow and I want to be very clear from September 4th through I didn't know if I was going to make it I didn't know if financially I could take care of my dog because we had built a life on the both incomes mm -hmm. and um it really blew my mind that what I created on September 28th because who I decided that I was going to be during all of that. And it wasn't easy. I, I want to make sure like, it wasn't easy. I had like times I was like, oh my goodness, can I really, but my intention was to do it. My intention was to, to really be honestly the woman I was born to be. Wow. That's amazing for so many reasons. So let me back it up a little bit. When you met your husband, were you doing the same thing for a living or was this something all of a sudden you got married and you pivoted and now he's like, oh my God, you're chasing your dreams. Weren't you doing that already? I was, uh-huh. But what had happened is I was, um, you know, having more success. I was mm -hmm. having more success. And for him, he was 10 years older than me, you know, um, and he, that was his place of insecurity, right? That I was full of passion and life and he saw that. And, um, you know, we didn't talk for about three months. Like he changed his number, everything. Like he was gone, gone. And then he contacted me and I asked him, I said, why did you do what you did? Like mm -hmm. there's a bunch of different ways you could have done that. And this is what he said to me, it's very powerful. He said, I knew I was holding you back. Wow. And he said, I also knew you weren't going to be the one that would leave because you, you're committed. When you are committed to something, you were committed. And I had to do this so that, that I wouldn't hold you back. And I was like, wow. Like, it was so wild to me, like, right, that that's what he was doing. And it right. was such a gift. I didn't think it was a gift that day I came home. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, it was such a gift. And so, you know, what, the, the beauty of it is that as a woman, when you really connect to who you're meant to be and you believe in that and you get certainty in that, right? You can move through devastation, right? Knowing that the outcome will be okay, right? Because it's a blessing. It was a blessing he did that. Right, right. It was like the floodgates, not opened they like instantly opened yeah I think that you know there's always a choice point in going through anything and a lot of us are looking for something outside of us to say this is the choice you need to make but you're such a great example of making the choice internally you know and committing to it and I think it makes the biggest difference no matter what it is whether it's a positive or negative situation and so you were able to show up, you were able to create obviously an amazing month. And how else did this change your life with him leaving? Like, what did this do for you emotionally? What did this do for other parts of your life? What decisions 
did you make from that? That's such a great question. Well, what it did, oh, number one, it showed my daughter, you know, just what an empowered woman, how, you know, you can be sad, you can be devastated and you go on with your life and you create. It really opened me up to anything and everything is possible. Mm -hmm. The way I stood for my clients, right? Like really a hundred percent full out, like no more hiding. And he was right. He said, you know, um, you're afraid to go bigger and you're hiding behind me. And he was a hundred percent right. You know, and so I was like, okay, hey, we're not doing that anymore. Um, so it really opened me up to where I was holding myself back mm -hmm. and really what is possible. So, what because you were living on the East Coast at the time, right? Yeah, uh huh. Yeah. Didn't you make a move? I'm remembering way back talking, having a conversation I, with you, I, right? Yeah, that's what that was when I like what after he left, I'm like, oh my gosh, anything's possible. What do I really want? What do I want to create? And I always had want to come out to California. It was, I was like, well, that's just what you're going to do. So, when my daughter um, graduated from high school, we literally got rid of everything, wow. everything. We both packed some clothes in a box, had it shipped, got one-way tickets and came out here. Oh my gosh. I just got chills for some reason. That's so amazing. But, but that would never have happened. Like if what didn't happen with him, none of like, the, I wouldn't be here, you know, even with my daughter. So uh, that's what the beauty in life in the moment, we can't see it. It's painful, but it's like trusting, okay, this is happening for you, not to you, you know? Right. So is that basically what you would say you do when you are faced with a fearful situation where some, you know, you have fear and your first inclination may not be the inclination you go with? Because I think we all have reactions and then it seems like something else sinks in and you make a different choice at that point. Yes. Uh-huh. I do. And how, you know, even before um, I got into coaching, I had a career. And um, I remember this was, you know, before my husband, uh, my daughter was, I don't know, she was young. Mm -hmm. And I remember I felt like my life was meant for more, but I didn't know what that meant. I didn't even know what coaching was. And there was a time I was walking down the street. I was in Portland, Maine, and it was winter. And you know, when you're walking by a storefront, you can see your reflection. Mm -hmm. I looked and there I was just crying. And I thought to myself, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're walking down the street crying? Like, mm -hmm. how much longer are you going to do this? And then I thought, Karen, you have to figure this out. Because going for something, even if you don't know what it is right now, has to be better than standing here looking at yourself crying. Right. And, and so that's kind of like when a fearful moment happens, I think, well, what's the alternative? It's got to be better than what I'm feeling right now. And then I opt for that. So are you immediately able to switch gears or does it take you a little bit of time to switch gears? You know, it kind of all depends on, um, it really kind of all depends, but I always think what's the alternative? Could it be better? And if there is any like, yeah, it could be. I, I, I reject the fear. I just, I reject it. I think that's and, great. Yeah. And I learned to do that. I really think from like a survival, like mm -hmm. if you keep thinking fear, 
you're going to be stuck here. And this is totally not what you want. So just like reject that. I love that. It's like, um, there's a statement, what do you tolerate? Right. And a lot of your day, not you, but people in general, we tolerate all sorts of things in our lives that feel crappy that we don't do anything about. Like we're waiting for some magical genie to come along and make it better. And it doesn't work that way. And it's really to look at like, to me, it's like what you're saying is what am I tolerating? And I don't want to tolerate this anymore because I don't want this. I want different. I want better. So let me ask you something about that because a lot of people that are listening have attachment issues. You know, they have insecure attachment. And it sounds to me like you're not attached to a person, place, or thing. You're more attached to an idea or a way of being. Would that be what you, you would say for yourself? Yeah, it's um, a way of being and really how I want to feel in this lifetime. And I... And I think, you know, as a teenager, a young girl, I felt so crappy about myself all the time, you know, and that's why I was reading self-help books on confidence. And I really just decided like, you know, I want to feel good because I know what I bring to a conversation, to a room, to people. So it, yeah, it's a way of being for me. Um, and I believe from there, everything, all my desires will fulfill itself from that place. I think that's so true. I mean, I can say in my own business and in my life that that's how it's been. It's when I've committed to something specifically and then my actions and words follow that along with my feelings and, and my thoughts. They're all about focusing on my journey. It's not necessarily about the reward. It's more about the journey. You know, I want to enjoy my journey wherever that journey takes me. And it sounds like for you, because we can have goals and there's nothing wrong with goals. I have lots of goals, but I, I believe that it's not about, I'm going to get to the end and celebrate. It's, I want to celebrate along the way. Yes. And it's all, you know, I, I say, it's like, well, who do I get to be? So I think this is true for me. I'm sure it's true. It may be true for you, but when you think about, you know, kind of that place that you're going to next, mm -hmm. it's a different version of yourself. And so for me, I would say, well, what would that woman do right now? Okay, so this is what we're doing, right? It's like looking into who you want to be and what you want in your life, right? I love that. I think that's great. So would you mind sharing a little bit more about, you know, what it is you do? Like, was, is this the same business you had when you were married as far as your coaching or has it changed, evolved? What, what's the, what's going on? Yeah, so it's definitely evolved as I have evolved. And so my coaching is to empower women, right? To get their mindset right, to really have their vision. You know, when you are anchored into your vision, I call it, it's your daily guide. Mm -hmm. It is your daily guide for what you engage with, who you engage with, what's around you. And if it's not aligned, if it's not helping you get, it, it just can't be in your life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, so my real focus is empowering women to create the freedom that, that they want in their life and to, to not settle, you know, our culture is so we're so, I think as women too, it's like, oh, well just take this because, mm -hmm. you know, just take this. Right. Mm -hmm. Or especially like, let's talk about relationships. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, if he's not rich, but he's nice to you, that's okay. Well, could you have both, you know, right? right. 
There right. is you can have it all. Yes. You can have it all. Uh-huh. And I want to look back at the end of my life and be able to look myself in the mirror and say, did you go after it to have it all or did you sell out? And the thought of selling out on myself, it literally gives me the heebie-jeebies. Mm-hmm. I can understand that. And most of the women that come to me, it, it, they're all the same. They're like powerful women who have at some level sold out on themselves and that they know they can do better, but they're not. Right, right. And that I think comes from conditioning. A lot of it comes from conditioning and it's changing that conditioning, you know, because we're conditioned a certain way. Society sees women in a certain way. And I think we end up falling into these patterns, even if we have the education or we have the career, or we have what looks like everything on the inside. We don't necessarily feel it. And I think that a lot of women get stuck in the validation from out here rather than the validation in here for being who you want to be, which is you, you know, you, the real you. The real you. Yeah. Not the filtered version of you. You know, I know for me that I I teach women how to really be authentic. I think as women, most women, right, we're authentic in some parts of our life and the others were not. And I know that I built an image based on fear, based on fear of what people would think of me, would people accept me? And when I realized that, I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nope. Been there, done that. I definitely would say that um, it's been a journey and I think it still continues to be a journey in terms of what next, you know, what, what's the up level, like in my life, I'm like, what's the next up level or, or place that I want to ascend to in terms of being authentic in terms of the things I do. So, um, so for you, you know, you had your husband leave you, you, years ago. So what's happened in your love life since then? Have you been in another relationship? Are you in a relationship? Like what, what did that do for you in terms of your relation, you know, your love life? That that's so great. So, um, so I came to California and the truth be told, um, when I was raising my daughter, I only had two relationships. Mm-hmm. I like just didn't have time to do the whole day. I didn't want, I wasn't interested. I wasn't interested in um, investing in a man, bringing him into my daughter's life to find out he's not meant to be in my life. Right. So I didn't have, I had two relationships. So when I came to California, I did so much dating. I did (laughs) all kinds of men, um, which I think was amazing. Right. It's really figuring out like what I want, what am I drawn to? What do I don't like? Um, why would I even entertain this? You know, just really learning about myself. And so now I have been dating the same man for two years and, um, it's been great because here's another thing, you know, women, my community, strong, independent, I've really learned to, um, open up to someone giving me support. Nice. Yeah. It's, it's a huge thing. It's a huge thing. Yeah. I remember he said to me, he said, Karen, you're just not used to having someone support you. I was like, Shh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, oh man, it's true. Right. And right. So I, I had to learn how to be in a relationship. I can understand that totally. Yeah. It's a whole, to have a healthy relationship is quite different than to have a dysfunctional one. But I find that my dysfunctional ones all related back to my own lack of authenticity. Ooh, 
the yes, not saying what you want, not asking for what you need, all that stuff, right? You can't be intimate with anybody. We actually, on our Facebook Live, we were talking about intimacy and people can't be intimate when you're walking on eggshells. How is that? Because you're not being you. So who is the other person connecting with if you're not being real? There's no connection there. Yeah. It's a spoon. And so I look at that and I think, oh, well, I know in my own life, I couldn't, I couldn't do it until I was ready to actually embrace myself. Exactly. It's so true. Yes. It's so true. Yeah. So um, now what you do currently is you have different coaching programs and women come in and work with you. Like, just tell us a little bit about that before we wrap up. Yeah. So I have my signature program. It's called the next level woman and it's um, 12 weeks. Mm -hmm. And it's really about helping women step into the next level and being authentic, being fully self-expressed, right? Kind of really up-leveling and up upgrading every part of your life. I love that. I think that's great. And when does that start or is that ongoing? That is ongoing. Uh-huh. So okay. women can enroll anytime that they want. And um, it's a really powerful program. It's, I feel like I've developed like a, a sisterhood in it, you know, of just women really, everyone, listen, we all have, right? Nothing's unique. We kind of all have this one we're with the struggle. We think it's just us, but it's not. I think having a group program is so key. You know, I used to always be, no, no, it should be one-on-one -on -one coaching, but I, I like you said, the group. Yes. Yeah, it's the community and you learn so much from other people. I always think there's so much value in that. Mm -hmm. And the truth be told, right? We get, we elevate higher and quicker in community. Yes. Yeah. I agree with that. So where can people find you? They can find me at karenfagan.com. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Karen Fagan, and YouTube, Karen Fagan. I love it. Well, Karen, it has been such a pleasure having you on today. I've really enjoyed our conversation. And um, again, I hope everybody listening will find Karen. So thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you, Tracy. It's always a pleasure to spend time with you. Absolutely. So guys, if you're interested in anything Karen has to offer, you can find her at karenfagan.com. And you can also leave questions, comments, wherever you happen to find the video. And we'll make sure that they get to Karen. And otherwise, I will see you next time with another expert who's been through it all and come out the other side. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. For more information about Tracy and her programs and to set up a discovery session, email happiness at tracycrossley.com. That's happiness at tracycrossley.com or go to the website for more information. And thank you for tuning in to Moving On.